welcome to week five of term one at a non-such university. Due to much discontent and general uproar among students and staff over the last couple of weeks, there has been much discussion in the labyrinth as to our Halloween ban of all pumpkins and persons named Jack. Some have pointed out that this is unduly unfair to our patrons who have the misfortune of being named Jack. <sighs> fine, fine. Loath as I am to see the point, it has been decided that Jax shall once again be permitted access to the labyrinth during this most ungodly of seasons. Although this amnesty shall not be extended to those named Jacques, specifically anyone named Jacques Guimauve. And now, let us turn from this unsavoury subject to our beloved head librarian, Miss Strangeways, and her far happier dispatch for the day. Equality and diversity. Nine syllables, nine syllables meaning things. The labyrinth is pro-equality and pro-diversity, pro-rainbows and pro-unicorns. Orange is the new black, black is the new purple, purple is the new green, green is the new orange. A cheetah can change its spots, a spot can change its cheetah. User satisfaction is above expectations. Aim low, reach high, keep up the good work, another day, another jelly bean. Many thanks to our redoubtable head librarian. We can't tell you where, we can't tell you when, but please beware whilst using the computer rooms. Students have reported strange goings-on while mid-essay typing. These events involve the sudden smashing of computers. After a brief investigation, we found that these are not strange goings-on at all, but the actions of a few rogue Tudor ghosts. Said ghosts take offence to the use of letters strange to them, and students are therefore advised to not strike the keys for you and I while these ghosts are present. And definitely, whatever you do, don't use the, um, papaki key, also known as the clamorafa or the sobachka. Professor Gall of the Ghostly Research Department says the presence of Tudor ghosts can be recognised in various ways through sights, smells and sounds. For example, discarded clay pipes or the presence of particularly noxious tobacco smells is one way suspicions might be roused. Another way they can be confirmed is hearing a gasp when a tomato, potato, or sugar is produced. If you are unsure, then we are afraid that it is better to be more creative with your work than risk losing it. Mm -hmm. 
We apologize for any inconvenience caused. Be assured that we are doing all we can to move these ghosts somewhere where they can cause no damage. A handful have already been convinced that joining a recreation of Shakespeare's company of players would be a better use of their afterlife. Others are yet to be convinced. As always, our lost property hoard appears to grow at a disconcerting rate. We have just come into possession of a particularly fetching original 1979 Sony Walkman set, complete with vintage headphones. Let me remind students that all lost property must be collected before closing time, of which the squeak of the guinea pig is our daily reminder. specifically never to read out from any of the grimoires locked in our closed access. Oh, I don't care where or how you're trapped by, I mean, our dear sweet Dave is waiting for his request to be fulfilled. Still. What? You think you're in another dimension? Pish posh. What on earth does she mean, stuck in the onion layers? What a wretched excuse for incompetence. Ah, I almost forgot. It's time for our user feedback report. Ah, let me call up for our um, junior librarian. I um, Yeah, why can I never remember her name? Junior, junior, junior. Um, ju Ah, yes, June. It must be June. June! June! Sorry, Mr. Hoy. Uh, thank you, Mr. Hoy. Uh, um, but I should also point out that my name isn't June. Uh, is Bibble's name? Oh, uh, I guess she's gone for her morning biscuit break. Oh, well. We have more user feedback and suggestions. Um, our mailbox was full of comments about the lack of Wi-Fi. As I thought it might, it is very distressing. I only hope Eddie is doing well. Uh, for those of you who are outraged at the Entrappers, I completely understand your feelings. But please remember, jousting sticks are for the terminally jousting tournaments only, and not for poking people hanging up in cages. It really blunts the point. Mr. Petronicus writes in. Oh, hello again, Mr. Petronicus. He sends a message saying, um, hash, squiggle, exclamation mark, asterisk, ampersand. Ah, ah, I think I know what's happened. He must have visited the IT department. Dear Mr. Petronicus, your words are now security encrypted which I've been told is a good thing. But unfortunately, it means I can no longer read it, to which I can only say, squiggle, swirly thing, hash, hash, ampersand. Ah, here is another comment from Miss Pont. Why 
do your big trolleys keep moving about on their own? Oh, silly Miss Con, they don't move about on their own. It's the gremlins. Mr. Jake says he's not seen his friend Thomas ever since he entered the deletion room yesterday. Oh dear, is your friend a daydreamer? That is such a shame. I am very, very sorry for your loss. Now, I think it's time for some library stats. Over to Oracle, a self-service machine. Initiating program. Stats. MFD. Performing well. Stop. Printouts and photocopies processed. One, three, three, seven. Stop. Saws mangled. Four. Stop. Jams. Four. Stop. Flavors. Pumpkin. 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 Stop. Books borrowed. Five. 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 Stop. Trolleys reshelved. Day. Stop. Library assistance last in the library. One. New device detected. S. O. N. Y. T. P. S. L. Two. Contact made. Hello. D. Initiating program. property is still holding custody of a lovely pink umbrella after god knows how many weeks. It appears to have stirred from its position on the uppermost shelf to the bottommost but one, which leads me to believe someone has attempted to claim it and, for reasons unbeknownst to ourselves, decided to abort the rescue attempt. I would urge the owner to reconsider and return to pick up their belongings before the labyrinth is closed for the evening. As a rainforest style chirping is heard, and that fragrant mist descends once more, we get a fruit basket ready at last, and settle down to listen to Diane, our resident research librarian, Diane. Experimentation within the library had been banned for some time, but was once rife amongst the student population, and even encouraged. Max Agrarian, the mad librarian, has become infamous labyrinth history for promoting the labyrinth corridors as places to practice experiments with spells of all kinds. Indeed, he joined in himself, creating many of the reality plumbing problems we still have today. He may have even created the need for library beavers. Indeed, there are many parchments referring to their use to combat major flooding, a use that no longer exists. But I digress. Experimentation was once a common sight in the library that caused many problems over the years. 
frustration that the clunky wooden 16th century self-check machines would often lead to them being set on fire by over-angry anti-telepaths. One such incident caused the total destruction of a part of the library. The student who caused it spent much of the rest of their life using their skills to enter the minds of the writers and recreate the books. A wizarding jewel, much nastier than the more gentlemanly affairs depicted in those boy wizard books, often in fact became wizarding walls that would spill across study spaces, along corridors and through book stacks. Bloody affairs that would take lives or alter them irrevocably, destroy parts of the library and cause its creatures to hide, scared for weeks. Uh, I think I've diverged again. Where was I? Yes, one such wizarding jewel once lasted around three months as those involved hid amongst the stacks, living off anything they could catch and eat, or grow quickly with special charms. It was this experimentation that the jewel became known for as students and staff came across skeletons picked clean of the meat next to the remains of magical campfires, mushroom fields growing. When finally the victor emerged from the library after months of living rubble, she looked surprisingly good. Having been a master of deception who could change looks throughout the duel and evade her opponents from getting dirty in another skin. As punishment for disturbances caused, she spent much of her life clearing the carcasses and vegetable patches. Finally, a favourite piece of labyrinth history of mine is Frankenstein's book. A strange rogue if there ever was one. Frankenstein spent some time as non-such as a student, and in the labyrinth he shared some of his future flair with experimentation. Often he would take a book, rip out a page and place it in a folder of his own devising. Slowly, slowly he sought to create the ultimate book of books, one that would make sense from beginning to end and yet had been written by no one. Such a book, he believed, would have power over all others. What he would one day have with anatomy, Frankenstein never had with words, and this project never got him anywhere, aside from in trouble with the head librarian. He would spend much of the rest of his life revisiting the library to stick the pages back into the books he had vandalized. Ah, fruit at last. A reminder to all students and staff that closing time is fast approaching and that all requests and lost property pickups be brought to the front desk before the third squeak of the guinea pig. Oh, Lara. Of course, you would choose to barge in during every announcement I choose to make. Now, now, there's no need to be obtuse. You say you found the lairs of the onion, our dear beloved head librarian always speaks of. What does it mean? What do you mean you've been accosted by a small furry animal? You're supposed to be finding Dave's grimoire. They... Wait, Lara, just a second. Ugh. And so ends another day, and we turn, as always, to our final thought for the evening, from Mr. Gray, the former librarian. Gremlin's in the trolleys, room full of beans.
Word captures, word snatchers, always not what it seems. Any rooms the fields, a page that soon returns, a book reconfigured, lessons to be learned. A voice in the distance, to what does it belong? Hear it distinctly whisper, is this thing on? Thank you.